about season one was fun. Talking about my favorite team, can't have nothing else there. But this season, season two, you got to get a little bit more real because this season has the Super Bowl in our backyard, SoFi State. So if you don't know my voice by now, I'm down at the place like a silence, and you getting ready to listen to Ramley talk. Horns up, Rams house, let's get it. Let's talk Rams football. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to your week's edition episode of Ramley Talk. From the Playmakers Bride brand brought to you by Super Draft Pour, no, Super Draft Pro, Super Draft, Super Draft Sports Booking. If you love Danny Fantasy, if you love sports booking, Super Draft Pro is the way to go. Now, this is Ramley Talk. This is episode 26 of season 2. And, uh, the playoffs are set. We're in the playoffs. But we're going in with a bad taste in our mouth. For those of you who know, you should know by now. The San Francisco 49ers came in on to SoFi Stadium, side of the Super Bowl, 56. And uh, they have beaten the Rams for a six straight time. And to make matters worse, it was a 17 point lead that turned into 17 3 at half. And before you knew it, the Rams were outscored 24 to 7 in the second half. And uh, because of the 24-7 second half by the San Francisco 49ers, they made the playoffs by beating us. Going to this game, it, we all knew what the stakes was. We win, we win the NMC West, and we get the two seed. We lose, San Fran gets in, we gotta, and we're going to see what happens in Arizona and Seattle. Thankfully, to Russell Wilson, Pete Carey, and the Seattle Seahawks, they went into Arizona and they beat the Arizona Cardinals. And so the Rams won the NFC West thanks to the Seattle Seahawks. Which means we're a top four seed in the NFC playoffs. I'm going to get to the playoffs in halfway through the show. But I need to recap what took place in the regular season for now. It was week 18. San Fran, L.A. San Fran came in with winning five in a row for us, and we knew we needed this game. Now you already know the results. I gave you this twenty-four. I mean, twenty-seven, twenty-four. San Francisco overtime. Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy G, twenty-three for thirty-two, three sixteen, a touchdown and two picks. Eli Mitchell, twenty-one carries, eighty-five yards. Debo Samuel. Got us again. Four receptions, 95 yards. Eight carries, 45 yards, a touchdown. And he threw a touchdown. Debo Samuel got us again. Ugh. Can we stop this man? This man has been a 
a ram killer ever since he came into the goddamn NFL. Brandon Ayuk's his catches, 107 yards. Jerron Jennings, the unsung hero, would you say, of this game. Six catches, 94 yards, two touchdowns, one from Jimmy G, and one from Debo Samuel. We let Jimmy G go for 300. We let Debo be Debo again, and Jerron Jennings came up out of nowhere. Joe's Kidder is not even on my paper, because he didn't really do nothing. This is the, this is the stupid deal. Even worse, this is the monkey out the room. I know what y'all thinking. The third and one, empty set, end of the first half by Shami Bay and Matthew Stafford. Changed the game. San Fran was able to get down, get a field goal to go down 17 to three, instead of possibly 20 to nothing. But, Nevertheless, Matthew Stafford, 21 for 32, 238, three touchdowns, two picks. Sony Michelle, 21 carries, 43 yards. I'm going to stop right there. The reason why, you can take one of them interesting away because one of them he just threw up for grabs to OBJ and didn't get to him. The other interception, he threw it to Vince Karanik when there's nothing but three right jerseys over there. But here's my issue. My issue is not with Matthew Stafford. Not in, in this game. Let me be clarified. In this game, this game, my issue is not with Matthew Stafford. Okay. This game, my issue is with the offensive line. They got to Matthew Stafford five times. Y'all. Sony Michelle, 21 carries for 43 yards. Where the frick is my offensive line at? What is it when it comes to San Francisco? Y'all cannot block them. Y'all can block Arizona. Y'all can block Seattle. Yeah, you, you definitely you kind of block Green Bay. Green Bay didn't have that many sets on Matthew Stafford. And you was in Lambeau Field, by the way. You blocked up Minnesota coming into that game. That was the number one second defensive line in, in the league. You 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 blocked them up. You blocked Tampa Bay up, the world champions. That was back in week three when they was healthy. You blocked them up. What is it with San Francisco y'all cannot block? What is up with that? Y'all cannot create running lanes for the running back. Y'all cannot pass protect for Matthew Stafford when it comes to San Francisco. This is the kind of stuff we can't stand right now. The offensive line getting their ass whooped by San Francisco. And then in the second half, the defensive line was getting their ass whooped by the San Francisco offensive line. So both line of scrimmage was won by San Francisco. Why does this keep happening? Somebody explain to me why does this keep happening with the San Francisco 49ers. You can't stop Debo Samuel for whatever reason. You made Jimmy G look like a damn good quarterback. And then the offensive line and defensive line getting their ass whooped by the other one. Somebody explain this to me. Please. Because now I want to go back. How many times did they get to Matthew Stafford on the Monday night? Did I even write that down when I did my recap? Probably did because I was too pissed off. 
No, I didn't write it down. Ain't that something? They got to stop it five damn times and Sonny Michelle had 21 carries for 43 yards. He barely hit two yards a carry. He got his carries, but the line was not blocking. I mean, good gracious. It's the playoffs now. Well, you better think of something. Because whatever reason, nobody's blocking. Nobody's blocking. I mean, the first half could not go any more better. 17 straight points. Until that 31 card and gave you, you gave San Fran three, but other than that in the first half, it was going lovely. Despite the fact y'all was not blocking. All of a sudden. The second half turned into Monday Night Football all over again. Just the fact that we didn't get our ass whooped. And to find the score, because the game went in overtime. Like, somebody has to explain to me on a real tip of why we cannot block the San Francisco 49ers. But we couldn't block Tennessee. That was a given. Jimmy G. Not only is San Fran sitting on us, Jimmy Garoppolo is sitting against us. We have never beat Jimmy G. I believe every other team in the NFL has beaten Jimmy G but us. This is ridiculous. I already told you about David Simon. He's been a ram killer ever since he came to the damn league. He was drafted by the San Francisco Fortnite and he be whooping our ass ever since he came in. Like nobody can stop this man when it comes to the Rams. Nobody. Like I said, lucky for us, Russell Wilson and the Sea had a Seahawks. They beat Arizona in Arizona. That's why we wanted a damn division. We are thankful for that. We are the fourth seed, okay? Because the Cowboys took down uh, in, uh depleted Eagles team in Tampa Bay was playing Carolina. So. What? What? See, we were one. We'll be the second seed. We would be in the second seed, and we've been playing the New Orleans Saints. Sorry to the city of New Orleans and the New Orleans Saints organization. Y'all should be in the playoffs, but thanks to our ineptitude of beating San Francisco, San Fran's in and y'all not. And with that being said, since I keep bringing up goddamn Arizona, Wild Card Weekend, Monday Night Football, SoFi Stadium, 815, ESPN, ABC, and whatever else you want to throw in there. The LA Rams are hosting the Arizona Cardinals yet again. The third meeting. This is the third freaking meeting between these two teams. The third meeting. If you go back to the last time the game was in SoFi Stadium, that would be week four, the week after we beat Tampa Bay, Arizona decided to come in knowing they lost eight straight to the Rams and say, you know what? We sick and tired of losing to y'all. And they gave us an ass whooping. 37 to 20. 
The Arizona Cardinals ran for 216 yards with two touchdowns. Matthew Stafford turned the ball over. Sonny Michelle turned the ball over. We got our ass whooped by the Arizona Cardinals. You see what they did? They felt some type of way. They did something about it. They ended the streak. When are we going to get that memo when it comes to San Francisco? But allow me to continue. Week 14, Monday Night Football in Arizona. The Rams needed to stay alive within the division. A win by the Cardinals and they catch the playoffs. They didn't they couldn't do it the week before because they lost. No. No, they was coming in to this. A win, they're in. Sent uh Rams win, they stay alive for the division. Monday night football, Rams 30, Cardinals 23, Rams win. Rams throw for 267, three touchdowns. That was one of Matthew Stafford's great game. No turnovers. Very efficient. Very accurate. Sonny Michelle was doing his thing. I believe he was close to 100 yards rushing. Defense was the Kyler Murray. D Hawk couldn't finish the game. And they played the price. Rams won. And you've seen how that turned out ever since then. It took us to beat Minnesota for Arizona to get into the damn playoffs. And then Arizona couldn't beat Seattle, so we ended up winning the division. Alright? That's why the game's at SoFi Stadium and not Arizona. Round three is Monday night. Monday night football. The first ever Monday night football in playoff history. And they put the Rams in the Cardinals. You know why? Because that's the... That's the biggest game of the weekend. That is the game of the week, okay? When it comes to events like this, playoffs and stuff like that, you want to save your best for last. That is called the main event. So the main event of Wild Card Weekend, Cardinals rank, okay? For those of you who don't like it, deal with it. Now, how do we finish the season off? Well, for Kyler Murray, completing 69% of his passes for 3,000, 787 yards, 24 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. He carried the ball 88 times for 423 yards and five touchdowns. James Conner, who would be, who has been a big addition to the Arizona Cardinals, carried the ball for 202 times, 752 yards rushing with 15 touchdowns. He caught the ball 37 times for 375 yards and three touchdowns. D. Hall's been in and out of the lineup. A.J. Green hasn't been A.J. Green. Rondell Moore, he's been out. Christian Kirk, he's their leading receiver. Eh, saying Chris Perry, their leading receiver, that tells you how injured and beat up the Cardinals. All right. Now, there's a possibility of a returning J.J. Watt for this game. Possibly. Well, you, know, you might want to have your ears up and stuff like that. Because yeah, JJ Watt could be returning for this game. We shall see. I'm not going to hold no grudges against it, but if JJ Watt wants to play, he should play. It's the playoffs. It's win and done time. It's win or go home. We're at that stage now. Yes, we're at that stage of win or go home time. <coughs> okay? For Matthew Stafford. Completing 67% of his passes this year. Thrown for 4,886 yards. 41 touchdowns and 17 interceptions. Tony Michelle has been the lead back for us because 
the injury history of Derrick Henderson. 208 yards, I mean 208 carries for 845 yards for a touchdown. By the way, Cam Eggers is back. He did get some touches in the San Fran game, which is good to see. It wasn't about him being productive. It was about him getting on the field, getting get him back acclimated to game flow. But that was good to see. Cooper Cup, the triple crown runner for receivers. You know why? Because he had 145 receptions this season. Number one in the league. Four, 1,000. 947 receiving yards, number one in the league. With 16 receiving touchdowns, number one in the league. The Triple Crown winner. Only three other receivers have done that. I do believe one of the receivers who did that was Jerry Rice, which is a great company to be in. You know. So, he should be in the MVP conversation, but he should win at least Offensive Player of the Year. He should win Offensive Player of the Year. If he don't win Offensive Player of the Year, we're going to have some problems because that's just ridiculous. He could have went for 2000 but we're going we gonna to talk about that for another day. Aaron Donald, 12 and a half sacks on the year. Leonard Ford, nine and a half sacks on the year. Von Miller got five sacks with us in eight games. Jalen Ramsey, Tyler Rapp both recorded four interceptions each this season. This ties for the league on the defense. So... This is what we have. Now, the matchup with the Cardinals. It's 1-1. One, one. Road team have won, have won both meetings. So many advantage Cardinals. But, but, Rams are favorite. It's the site of Super Bowl. We have to get into that mindset of now, it is what it is at this point. We are in win and go home mode. And we're playing at our own stadium where Super Bowl will be played at. We did lose Jordan Fuller for the remainder of this season. That means there will be no postseason for Jordan Fuller. That means Nick Scott gonna have to step up. Okay. That means Taylor Ralph gonna have to play better. That means Darius Williams need to get on his job. That means Jalen Reynolds is going to have to take up another notch. Okay, he need, he need to go back to being great Jalen Dante Dion, who was getting killed by Jerron Jennings in the San Francisco game. Let me throw that in there. You going to have to play better. Okay? D-Hawk is questionable to return. Rondell Moore is questionable to return. Chase Edmonds is questionable to return. J.J. Watt is questionable to return. Marco Wilson is questionable to return. This was all the injuries for, for the Arizona Cardinals. Okay. Now they said Taylor Rouse dealing with a concussion. I do believe he can get out of it by the fact that we're playing on Monday night. So that gives him an extra day to get out of concussion protocol. Darius Williams is questionable, but I would see him playing. Both teams are coming off losses, like I said. 38-30 was the final score between the Seahawks and the Cardinals. That one is the division. Matter of fact, that's the third division title under Sean McVay in five seasons. So five of his season coaching us, we won three division titles. Let that sink in, people. Some of his play corner is questionable. Some of the things that he does is questionable. But you can't you can't deny results 
three division titles in five years on the Shamanese. Okay. When the last time we won three division titles on a one coach. All right. Now, with that being said, Monday Night Football. Ladies and gentlemen, the city of Los Angeles. Y'all asked for a football team. The Rams had came back and they brought the Chargers with them. Here's the damn problem. Why is San Francisco, the Dallas Cowboys, the Vegas Raiders when they when they come, the Green Bay Packers, the Pittsburgh Steelers, why is more of their friends there than Rams or Chargers fans? That's my question. Especially Rams, okay? Because the Rams was there first. Okay? Those are the Los Angeles Rams before they came to St. Louis Rams. They came back home. Okay? They came back home. And y'all not showing them the support that y'all should be showing this team. Now, if y'all don't want to adopt the Chargers, that's, that's, that's questionable. Okay? Because most people believe they should never left San Diego. They still should be the Chargers, but San Diego didn't want to do what they need to do to keep them. So, that is what it is. But for L.A. to have the Rams back and not put the support out there for the Rams is mind-boggling. Because the question and concerns that most people have brought up to me through social media is the fact that no matter who the Rams play or the Chargers play, it's like an away game. But you're at home. You at SoFi Stadium. That game on Sunday against the San Francisco 49ers, the Niners fans were louder than the Rams. That's a problem. We are in playoff time. Playoffs, if you have home field, that's why home field defense is so great. That's why I hate the fact that the road to the Super Bowl goes through Lambeau Field. Okay? Meaning, we can have this game on Monday night at home, possibly another game at home, for the division around, depending on how the chips fall. And then we gotta go to Lambeau Field to get back home. The frozen tundra. Really? Trust me. Go to go to Green Bay. You ain't out, you ain't out doing the fans in Green Bay. Dallas, you ain't out doing the fans in Arlington Stadium. Tampa, you ain't out doing Tampa Bay fans in Tampa. I can tell you that from personal experience. Okay, I live in Florida. Hell, even the Jaguars. The Jaguars fans outnumbered the road team fans, which is a pride thing. Okay? That's probably except for Pittsburgh and Dallas. But you try to, try to, it'll be Jazz fans there. Trust me. And they'll be hurt. But LA, you spoil behind Bryce. I I hate it. I have to say this. Oh, if they ain't winning, I ain't going to the game. I'm going to go see the Lakers. The Lakers ain't winning either. And y'all still had that damn place sold out. The Lakers look terrible. To bring some hoops talk into Ramley talk. The Lakers are looking to. The Lakers are the seven damn seed in the West right now. The seven damn seed. But y'all be there in every damn game. They look worse than the Rams. But yet. And still. Y'all let the visiting team take over SoFi Stadium. Y'all don't deserve a team, a football team in LA. Because y'all don't, don't appreciate a football team in LA. I don't want to hear nothing about history and 
Lakers are champions and stuff like that. Dude. The Lakers got beat in the first round last year by the Phoenix Suns. They are the seventh seed this season right now. But you got LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook, Carmelo. The Rams, on the other hand, the Rams come to LA. They bring in Sean McVay. He comes in, takes the team to the playoffs. He gets beat by the Falcons at home. Okay. Comes back. Wins the division, guys into the Super Bowl, you get beat by the Patriots. That this Bill Belichick Tom Brady, all right. Comes back, goes nine and seven, missed the playoffs. I mean, it is what it is. Following season, which will be last year, by the way. Um, yep. Because we, we won the division his first year, but we got beat by the Falcons. Okay? He won the division again the second year. We got to the Super Bowl. We lost to the Patriots. Third year, we missed the playoffs. And everybody was losing their goddamn mind. Oh, what's going on, Shani? Dude, we went 9-7. We just missed the playoffs. That's it. Last year, year four. Wild card team made the playoffs. Beat Seattle in Seattle in wild card weekend, but we ran the Green Bay on in the division around. How about that? And then, and then this year, year five on the Shawnee Bay, won the division again, three out of five, and we're back in the playoffs, four out of five. You got it upstairs on the cart, side of the Super Bowl. So despite how you may feel about Sean McVay, both playoffs and periods in five seasons, three division titles in five seasons, the results are there. We just need to get to the Super. We just need to add a Super Bowl championship to that resume. Only thing we missing is for Sean McVay is a Super Bowl championship. Oh, he he won because I think he won Coach of the Year the year we went to the Super Bowl. I think he won Coach of the Year that year, by the way. So only thing that's missing is a Super Bowl championship. What better way to do it in this season when the Super Bowl is in L.A.? But fan cooperation will be very appreciated. Because Sean McVay is doing a good job. If you want to call it what it is, let's just call it what it is. He's doing a good job. This team is in the playoff damn near every season. They just got to get there. Man, he, he's got to the Super Bowl. He, has to build, he knows how to get to the Super Bowl. But... Where's, where, where's the fan appreciation at? Where's the fan appreciation at? Because y'all not showing it at the games. Y'all not showing it at the games. If San Fran is taking over SoFi Stadium, if the Cowboys is taking over SoFi Stadium, if the Raiders are taking over SoFi Stadium, come on, fans. Come out. It's Monday Night Football Wild Card Weekend against our division foe, the Arizona Cardinals. It's put up or shut up time. Win or go home. Let's get it done. That's all I got for you today. I'll talk to y'all next week. And talk about if we playing the division around or I'm recapping the whole entire season. Until then, this is the Playmaker. 
Donnell Silence from Jacksonville, Florida. Y'all have a great weekend. Thank you for listening to your new episode of Ramley Talk. And if you enjoyed the episode, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and whatever else that you listen to Ramley Talk on. And for those of you who are iTunes and Apple Podcasts lovers, leave us a rate and review on those, and we'll gladly know how we're doing. Until next time, Donna Peckmaker signing off. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.